Hi, and welcome to the second podcast of the Cork Motors Movement. This is actually an impromptu podcast, to be honest. Um, I had planned to make it part of our weekly, of the weekly podcast on Thursday, um, but I felt that it, it was just better to get this over and done with because um, I don't want any distractions or from the goals of the movement and any kind of further bickering as such. Um, to be dom- dominant on our further podcasts or any future social media activity. So just that's pre- pretty much what I'm going to start with actually is just social media activity. And I think regretfully I've seen over the last couple of days how social media can bring out the worst in people, whether it's I- either through personalising arguments um and indeed, maybe arguments is the wrong word to use there. That's a bit competitive. Uh, Personalising discussions, shall I say, and hiding behind anonymous and um, Twitter, anonymous Twitter accounts as such, and Twitter accounts that kind of it's easy to kind of troll people on rather than actually seriously engaging. Because, like, as I said to you in my first podcast, this movement is not about highlighting bad behaviour on cyclists because I think social media has become too much of us versus them and it being a kind of a class warfare as such between motorists and cyclists. And I think me contributing to that wouldn't highlight anything or wouldn't contribute towards anything. Um, the goals of our movement are simple. It's to ensure that before any motorist access or any car access to Cork City is implemented that that adequate public transport infrastructure is put in place for people who do not live in the city and even for people who do live in the city because as I said I'm from the north side of the city our public transport access to the city centre was inadequate and unreliable at times but like I'm living in North Cork and I'm sure there are people living east of Cove, east of Middleton, in Yall and Killa and places like that. And people living in West Cork, places, people living near McCroom, near places like Aherla, Clodove, places like Kilomney, for example, who probably don't have adequate public transport access to our city. It's those people who are driving into the city every day. I'm representing them. I'm trying to give a voice to them. No, this might never take off and I might never gain the traction for my movement that I need to or that I wish for it to gain. But that's a risk I'm prepared to take. I wasn't prepared to sit back and do nothing. Like you you might have seen over the weekend that I had two articles printed in newspapers. I had an article I had I had a piece in the Evening Echo on Friday. Um it was in addition to an interview with, with Councillor Tony Fitzgerald, who's been very strong on um, the needs of the north side in the Cork metropolitan area transport strategy. And I spoke of the lack of kind of proof or the lack of strength um, regarding some of those projects and how they were recession proof. So it's those people I'm representing. And it's those people I've, I've sought to represent on my Twitter page. But unfortunately my twitter page has been the subject of attack to be honest it has there's there's been someone out there and i don't know who they are um 
trying to gain access to my Twitter page, they've tried to do the same with my emails. They've tried to reset my passwords to gain access to it themselves. Um, and I've been signed up to a number of mailing lists from some people as well. Thankfully, do those attacks and those attempts at distraction have failed. So that's the type of social media activity I'm talking about. And I'm also talking about trolling. Like, I've been called... I'm not going to repeat the words here. I've been called an effing idiot, a see you next Tuesday, a clown, any name you can think of under the sun. And look, I'm, I'm prepared for that because you, you don't put yourself out there without some people trying to tear you down. But in my opinion, and I think people out there who are looking to get involved in campaigns and who are looking to kind of put forward their views... They need, unfortunately, the modern reality is, is that you need to be able to put up with a certain element of abuse. You shouldn't have to. And I have to say that you shouldn't have to. And we drive a lot of good people away from advocacy and trying to do good by this type of behaviour. And we saw it on Friday. Saoirse McHugh resigned from the Green Party. Probably wasn't a surprise to anybody. But she got ridiculed and she got kind of mocked and sneered at and, and there was this kind of suggestion uh, why why are the national media picking up on this who is she she's unelected we need good people involved in campaigning and politics and that type of talk doesn't contribute anything it doesn't contribute anything all it does is make people kind of think this isn't worth the hassle and it drives good people away. And what, what you have left is people who engage in that type of activity as well. So you're driving good people out of it. But just to go back to my Twitter page, and I'm not going to keep you on too long this morning. What I've seen is some people come back and say, I disagree with you. That's fine. I'll go back then and say, this is where I'm thinking. Is there really any need for the back and forth, back and forth. Do we really have to tease the issues to death? Do we? Do we have to tease the issues to death? Do we have to keep disagreeing on the same points over and over again? Is once not enough to say you disagree with someone? If they keep coming back to you and saying, no, I actually think you're wrong, fine, leave it there so, agree to disagree. I've invited some people onto this podcast I've been turned down. That's fine. I've no problem with that. But one particular individual, I've I've gone back to him. I treated him with respect. I I spoke about the issues. He didn't always speak about the issues. And his account, his Twitter page is anonymized. By the way, I don't know what his name is. It is a a vague. There's a unclear photo on it, but his Twitter account is anonymized. But he kept coming back, kept coming back, and I said, look. I'm very happy to have you on my podcast. But I said, we don't really need to keep having the same argument every day, especially when you're misconstruing what my argument has been. I want more road safety. I don't want any cyclists endangered. People who endanger cyclists should be brought before the courts and prosecuted and convicted for doing it. But nothing, and no matter how I, just, how I phrase that, will be acceptable to some people. Even there was one particular case, I praised both motorists and cyclists for not endangering each other on one particular stretch of road last week. But of course, some people found a problem with it. And indeed, there was another Twitter user came back to me and 
was engaging in the same type of trolling behavior just disagreeing for the sake of it and what happened i i said look you're you're not worth my time and or it's not that you're not worth my time sorry that that's probably a, a, a bad way of describing it but i ended up having to block him on twitter because he was screenshotting my my tweets and sending it to another person who i had blocked the person who said basically tried to insinuate that if i saw a rape or knew of a rape that i wouldn't report it because it was squealing that's not the point i was talking about and he full well knew it the point is posting those videos on social media doesn't achieve anything the person who's responsible more than likely will never see it and it will not it will neither aid nor expedite a conviction or a prosecution for dangerous road behavior that's what i'm saying and it just creates them versus us and it whips people into an anger as i said last week but that's not what that's not what some people chose to hear and i can't do anything about that i phrase things the way i phrase things and i'm not going to change how i phrase things because some people choose to misrepresent it so i said look i from now on and this is what i'm saying i'm not going to be engaging i try to respond to people on twitter and i want to engage with people but if you deliberately misrepresent what i'm saying or if you just keep trolling and keep coming back with the same arguments over and over again and trying to paint me as someone who's anti-cyclist without actually listening to what i'm saying then unfortunately i'm not going to engage with you any further you're more than welcome to come on the podcast and discuss it here but if you keep coming back with the same arguments on Twitter and if you keep trying to portray me as something I'm not and keep trying to contribute to the us versus them attitude, then I'm not going to entertain that and I'm not going to engage it. So this is the last I'm saying on the matter. From now on, I won't be discussing any further issues such as road safety between cyclists and motorists. If you want to post a video up on Twitter, you can do that. But I won't be engaging in it. I'm going to say yet again for the avoidance of doubt. Anybody who engages in dangerous road behaviour should be prosecuted. And especially anyone that endangers lives. That should be prosecuted and put before the courts. Not on Twitter. So that's the last I'm having to say in it. And I'll talk to you on Thursday when I go through the rest of the agenda. Thank you. Thanks for listening.